Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood, along with Tepper, a grown man who's never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan. It has been a day. <laughs> uh, I'm Chris, and I know this room and I've walked this floor. I'm Shauna, and my spirit might not be indomitable, but it is abominable. And I'm Tepper. <sighs> this week we'll be watching <laughs> National Treasure 2, directed by uh-huh. John Turtletaub, released in 2007. As the FBI come into the Library of Cong- Congress, they are holding their hands as if they are holding guns, when in fact they are pointing out their index fingers. <laughs> pew pew. Like Pokemon cops. I brought this movie to us this week. Why? Um, I mean, everyone's seen National Treasure. Even Tepper's seen National Treasure. It's a national mm-hmm. treasure. <laughs> it is. This is a great return for John Turtletop to Never End the Story as well. I don't... What have, What else have we seen? Oh, he, why he's the director of the classic Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh, and, oh. And, and of very specific and special interest to Ivan and Shauna, respectively, he is the director of Three Ninjas and The Meg. <laughs> oh, no. Man, The Meg was so boring. It was so bad. Uh, but yeah, uh, this is not National Treasure. This is a sequel. Uh, it is probably somewhat as fun as the original maybe we'll find out it's been a bit does anyone else have a personal connection to this film i've watched it and i've had a good time watching it uh i think i walked into a room somewhere and saw like the ending portion of it (laughs) of course you did yeah and uh Another scene in the movie earlier on, but I won't say what part that is. But you're you're a big National Treasure one uh, stand, though. Yeah, like like ugh, it's probably one of my most watched movies. Just just in terms of like it's always on. Like it's always like my parents own the DVD for it. Um, I don't know. I've seen it in like a whole bunch of different places and times. Right. Um. I, yeah, like, I, I really enjoyed the first one. I just remember when the second one came out, everybody just went, like, eh. And being a big fan of the first one, I was like, I don't want to, I don't really want to ruin my impressions of it by, like, watching a bad sequel. Which is why we're going to do that here. <laughs> as yeah. a group. Yes, here's where we ruin you. I mean, I'll just shit on it if it's bad. Um... Yeah, I think this came out, this came out specifically, this and the first one both came out in the time when I was a museum employee slash failing out of archaeology. Um, And I think I hated them. I think I thought they were really dumb and horrible. And it was before I developed, like, irony or a sense of humor. Um, (laughs) But honestly, I still might hate it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It seems very like Yeehaw America super cool. Yeah. I I mean like it, American films just tend to do it naturally, but like definitely I mean like the first one, yes, the Templars took all the gold and came to the new world. Isn't that I think that's the plot of this one. No. You can have two plots. Isn't this one about the gold? 
maybe a different stash of gold. Are they both about a stash of gold? I don't know. Americans love gold. Yeah, yeah. The the first one was like when the Templars were getting massacred, they took all their gold and brought it to the New World, and the stonemasons and everything were created to protect it. Like, like it, it it very much like feeds into like America's so Freemasons. Yeah, the Freemasons. Stonemasons are like oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Hey man, stonemasons could be Freemasons too. With all that gold, they ain't free. Uh, it definitely like feeds into the like yeah America's so fucking cool thing but that's like yeah like I was saying most American movies I I am curious to see if it is like any good it's just like I'm I'm always so wary of sequels because oftentimes capturing the like creative process and the like factors that went into making like a very good original film can't be replicated i think they can it's just so often the money machine or the hype machine take over and it's like we'll just give them more of the things that they liked and that's not the the thing the thing that they actually liked was that it was cool and original right so yeah um well is this the same director that did the first one Yes. Okay. So at least did that because I know like there are like some like series where it's like, and we got a new director for the sequel. I mean, it's like, oh, Sorcerer's Apprentice was also this guy, and it feels the same. You know, like it has the same energy. It has the same sort of like very flat dialogue that like no human being would ever say. Yeah. But lots of like big set pieces. Yeah, I, and that's where like like Sorcerer's Apprentice is a really bad movie. Um. And not even Cage could save it. So I wonder if, like, the first National Treasure was kind of, like, good despite the director, not because of him. Like, kind of like, he managed to bring together, like, enough good actors that they could carry otherwise flat dialogue and bad, you know, It's also just, like, there are are directors who just can't direct children of any age. And, like, Sorcerer's Apprentice being about high schoolers just is the problem see i think interestingly sorcerer's apprentice doesn't take the swings that this movie this franchise rather takes like sorcerer's apprentice should have had more stuff about the templars and like you know connections to every weird historical thing but it decided Uh, not to do that whereas this movie goes goes full in for all that stuff like weird conspiracy thing which is strange for a disney movie about how great america is (laughs) all right we're now showing tepper the poster for the movie Please describe it and tell us what you think the movie's about. That hand with the torch seems extremely large. And fake. <laughs> yeah, and fake too. Like, this looks like a torch. Uh, what's the what's the man Tomb Raider games? It, uh, wow, uh, Uncharted. Just, Thank yeah. you. It looks like Nathan it looks Drake. Like... I'm like, nope, that's not quite right. Nathan Ol Treasure. It looks like uh, <laughs> Nicholas Cage as Uncharted. <laughs> um, yeah, so <laughs> at the top, Nicholas Cage. And then um, there's him in the like kind of like foreground. He's holding uh, a fancy looking torch. Looks like Liberty's torch. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I didn't uh, make that connection. Uh, his hand seems extremely large. Um, 
and he's just kind of like looking off. He's got this book in his hand. I'm assuming it's the Book of Secrets. Oh. Um. Yeah, he's uh. It's just like in a pretty casual getup overall, ready to go adventuring. Um. In the background, there's um. Like a that, the state capitol building, the Eiffel Tower, uh, the, the Great Pyramid. Yes, yes, the Great Pyramids. Um, what other what other landmarks can we stuff in there? Big Ben. Yeah, Statue of Liberty is hiding behind his giant hand. Yeah, yep. yeah. The is it? The I assume that's the Arc de Triomphe and Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yes, <laughs> Lady yeah. Liberty off. To the... yeah. I wish everything was to scale with each other because this is really <laughs> <laughs> it's making Mount Rushmore look really tiny and everything really big. Yeah, that's a good point. It'd be yeah, great a... if they just like stack them on top of each other. That is a big Eiffel Tower or a very small pyramid. It's such a tiny pyramid. <laughs> it's like a really bad high school collage. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And then there's like writing in the like like faded writing in the like back background and and also like uh, cartography huh. coordinates and stuff in front of, at the lower part. Yes. Yeah. Yes, this is like Babby's first uh I just learned how to use layers is what I'm seeing here. There's a lot of <laughs> Yeah. And also his ankles are on fire for some reason. Yeah, well, I, and also, like, this this poster reeks of, like, like, it just doesn't really tell me anything. Like, it's like, okay, there's a book of secrets. Also, here's a bunch of landmarks. Uh, I just, like, uh, okay. This is about the U.S. That's why there's... <laughs> They're going to eat the Eiffel Tower. Paris, yeah. Yeah, like... It... Yeah, I, I don't, I don't like this poster at all. <laughs> This this poster has uh, strong "you're gonna watch it anyways" vibes. <laughs> it does. At least he is lit. Like his lighting is reasonable given the torch. Ah, uh, but we've seen mm, worse. Yeah, I don't know. The lighting on his jacket seems off. I've his jacket's not him. <laughs> <laughs> There's more secret torches behind him that you aren't seeing. I assume everything but his face is photoshopped. So. He's being lit by those torches around the people by the pyramid. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah th- then at the bottom, it's just National Treasure Book of Secrets. 12-21-07. And there's, and there's the Eye of Walt Disney there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the mouse is always watching. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the, this, this, this poster kind of blows so what do you think is going to happen uh, the ending that you see? yeah kind of because i'm not uh, i could probably like spoil the entire movie here because of like the bits i've seen so i, I think... mean i've completely forgotten so don't don't spoil me <laughs> that, that guess what i wasn't gonna do <laughs> i was like you know what i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go through this section because yeah i just i just end up going through the entire movie and i don't think Anybody gets any value out of that? I mean, this movie is just... Here's what I remember from the last one. This is the entirety of what I remember. Yeah. It's the first one, but his whole family this time. He had a family. Did you know that? 
like when you say fam, like like his dad was in the first one. Oh, was his dad in the first one? I think yeah. his mom and also every other family member he could possibly have has like a shitty part in this. Oh, I think it's like it's a whole national treasure family adventure. Oh, that's bad. So I think Helen Mirren is in this, and I'm, I'm gonna assume that's his mom. Yeah, I don't remember. All right, we'll see you after the film. Great-great-grandfather killed President Lincoln. No, that would be John Wilkes Booth. Eisenhower says that Booth was just a tool in a greater conspiracy that involved men in Lincoln's own cabinet. Absurd. And we're back. So, what did everyone think? It was bad. Fun. Yeah, fun. Yeah. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> Had a fun time. It's dumb. It's so dumb. It was, it was too like... dumb. I, I couldn't now yeah I couldn't even really pay attention like I I, I it was just it became after about thirty minutes just like a, a parade of set pieces that I did not care for um like now to be you know full disclosure I hurt my back yesterday and because of the way we had to watch this I had to like sit in a kitchen chair <laughs> in Oof. front of my PC to watch oh. it the whole time so I'm like. <laughs> Just sitting here, like getting angrier and angrier at John Boyd and Nicolas Cage. My back gets more and more sore. Uh, yeah, no, like I, I have no, like, like I still thoroughly enjoy the first movie. This movie is just too dumb. Like it was just too stupid. It went too off the rails. Like Chris was saying, too many set pieces just kind of haphazardly strung together. Um, there's a clue. There's a clue and we'll find it. Yeah. It, it, it also has like an antiques roadshow element that the first one didn't that I really don't get. Like, I don't give a fuck what the queen's desk is or does. Like, <laughs> yeah, like a lot of stuff felt included of like, you know, it'd be cool. What if they like had to break into Buckingham Palace? And that was kind of a shame because like one of the neat things about the first one was how America centered it was. Like, and, and, and yeah, and it just. Like it was like in the first movie when he goes, we need to steal the Declaration of Independence. The we the audience go, wow, that's fucking crazy. And in this one, he goes like, I'm gonna kidnap the president. And it's like, <laughs> like the the escalation was a bit much, and uh, a lot of the um, a lot of like the character motivations and some of the certain parts of it, I'm just like that doesn't make sense yeah like uh, i knew this would be the best way to get you in on on the hunt if you went up to bill gate like or uh, uh was ben bill gates, gates. <laughs> yeah bill gates <laughs> uh if you went up to the to the main character and went like hey i'm looking for the city of gold i got some clues you want to help me you think that he would go like nah man i'm not interested you're crazy there's no you city gotta, of gold just like just a second i i gotta leave my wife again for <laughs> yeah yeah. Well, I mean, he like, doesn't even have to do that. He doesn't currently. He's currently not together. So, what else is he going to do except help you find the city of gold? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, so the motivation from the beginning was just like, ah, oh, yeah. There, there's so many tiny problems like that throughout the movie where I'm just like, this makes no fucking sense. It was like, give me credit for finding it. It's like, motherfucker, you did nothing. I still don't understand what Ed Harris's whole deal was. What was Ed Harris? Someone please, who was paying attention, explain okay. what Ed Harris's he, whole deal he was. He wanted to make his mark in history to be known as somebody who, you know, found the, found the city of gold. And like, cool, 
cool motivation. That's fine. Doesn't work with any of the rest of the movie though. Like so many, so many other aspects of it, it just falls apart. Where like he didn't have to be villain. What happened to? to yeah. What happened to his thugs at the end of the movie? They left. Yeah. I guess <laughs> they left. They were on break. They get fifteen minutes by the union rules. <laughs> well, wasn't his great grandfather whoever like John Wilkes Booth? That's yeah, that's what, what I, I thought too. Yeah, I thought that's he's like everyone too. knows me as that's my ancestor, the guy who killed Lincoln, and I don't want that. I but, want I want to be the guy who found gold. I thought he said he was related to Pike. Who the fuck? That's what I thought. He said he was related. He to He was Pike. related to Captain Pike, who was also in this movie. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I was the, thinking of like General Pike. The the yeah. the the guy who plays the president is also Captain Pike in the new Star Trek movies. Um. Yeah, no, his name was Wilkinson, not Wilkes Booth, but that's still, yeah. I thought he was the, I thought he was the descendant of the guy that, who was in the secret society that I don't know what their deal was, that shot the guy at the start. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Because what was the secret letter he burned? What was that about? Uh, that was a letter to the Confederates from Queen Victoria saying, I'll give you gold if you fuck up the North. <laughs> Also, also, I still want your cotton. I know a gentleman with a robo spider. <laughs> yeah, he's somewhere in Utah. <laughs> yeah, which also like yeah, that that whole there's so many problems with this movie's understanding of history that it speaks so confidently on. <laughs> yep. Ah, yes, Rushmore the queen, well known. <sighs> okay. That at least was fucking hilarious. That's that's not the like Rushmore is a cover up thing. <laughs> not the stuff I've got problems with. Yeah, it, it's the stuff that can to impressionable audiences who don't know how to read. It's the stuff that seems like truth, but like totally isn't. Like the like Queen Victoria totally had sympathies for the South. It's like and the british no. famously didn't support the confederacy yes well and also they abolished slavery like yes uh, like 50 years earlier or and didn't Publicly. like it but what about its secret letters I, yeah and, and also like the desk. whole thing whole thing where it's like they want the cotton and it was like Nah, they went to alternative so like part of the reason why the South was getting fucked over economically was there were other better sources of cotton popping up in the world. Also so like and, so man, I, so the logic is that Queen Victoria supports the Confederacy, but they had all their gold stolen by the Templars who took it to America. So she's gonna tell the Confederacy where the Native Americans keep their gold. Yeah, it, it it doesn't make any sense. I think my favorite part was the concept that pre. pre oh god! Oh man! Oh no! That pre prehistoric North American yeah, is a, a language. Ancient North American. Ancient North American. What the? F and you look at it, it's like fucking. It's like it's like unknown speak from Pokemon or something. Like it's barely. It's like what on earth? <laughs> and okay. <laughs> Uh, Chris, you 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 would probably know this. Was it both the Aztecs and the Mayans who were into like cutting open people's chests and pulling out their heart? I thought that was just the Aztecs. No, no, there there was a lot human sacrifice and Azte and like Mexica is very. They brought it to a height 
that is like basically probably unseen in in any other history that we have. Like there there are stories about them sacrificing. I, I can't. I I, be, I might be screwing up my zero digit, but it's either forty thousand or four hundred thousand people in one day. I think Holy it's forty. Fuck. I think it's forty thousand. Um, I was going to say the logistics of sacrificing four hundred thousand. It would be yeah. just. There, there is evidence of other cultures around then and around them that 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 participated in human sacrifice. Actually, all through South America and North America, but they oh, they, yeah. they they made it into uh, you know like anybody can go play a bucket on the street, but Stomp is known for it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there there is numerous problems with that aspect of the film too, because like the first film. How so, how how did the Mashika build a temple under Mount Rushmore? How did they cross? Okay, okay. Here's a bigger question: Why Mount Rushmore? Why wasn't did there they yet? build it? <laughs> they moved. They built the mountain around it. Oh Is gold God. even feasible as a structural support? Yeah, it, you would need to alloy it with something. Like they would have to be gold plated or something. That's why we gold plate things because making things out of actual gold is not. Yeah, because it's soft and heavy and crazy heavy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, like, so this movie feels like a cheap knockoff of like like somebody making a cheap knockoff of the first National Treasure. Like it just misunderstands all the best parts of the first movie, and and, and just fails utterly at being entertaining. Um. I don't know. The, the villain sucked. Like, because, like, in the first National Treasure, one of the things I really it's enjoyed Ed was... Harris. How did he... How was he so bad? He's so great. Yeah. How did he screw yeah. that up? I know. Like, the, the like, race to get the clue... Like, in the, in the first movie, the villain felt like a threat. Like, he was figuring out the same stuff that the main character was, just generally through a different way. Yeah. In this movie... The villain takes credit for, I don't know, showing up every so often and threatening the main character. Like, he doesn't do anything. Hey, he he says, I have to go first, like, three times. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it... So, I do, I like, I like the heisty parts of this movie, especially, like, the social engineering is very believable for a movie. Uh, like Cage just walking into places holding flowers and stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, that that was pretty fun. Was and pretty like, I I I like how he executed kidnapping the president. That was yeah. pretty solid. I also love like because he's like, I'm going to kidnap the president, and everyone in the room's like, that's fucking stupid. And then he's just like, I do it at the Vermont, and his dad's like, that would be the place to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to bully John Voight. I John Voight looked at and acted like a nerd in this movie, and he made me want to bully him. And that is how I. Feel. Uh, well, that's which was that? That's his father. Oh, uh, Patrick Gates. I mean, that's why everyone bullied him in this movie. It was John Voight, right? Yeah, it was John Voight. Okay, I want to make sure. Speaking of nerds, that little nerd boy, <laughs> the kid. Riley, who, yeah, no, 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 the oh, actual kid, the child oh, who somehow yeah. is obsessed with the assassination of Lincoln and just knows all the little facts and starts oh, picking a God. fight with a historian. Yeah, like, I called him Young Tepper. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, don't put that evil on me. 
I think they want to give him a high five. Like, <laughs> no, that kid rules. That kid ruined an adult's day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was impressive. I, I, I think it was John, John who commented, like, that argument sums up this movie's plot. <laughs> it really does. It is just, yeah, it is just pointlessly uh, yelling at a child about history because it matters to you personally. <laughs> yeah, and no one else. And also, just because the treasure was real doesn't mean his grandfather wasn't part of the plot to assassinate Oh, that's him. a great, that's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> but but also, like, just because his grandfather's on a list doesn't mean he's even part of the plot or even, yeah. the like, the math. Like, where do they extrapolate this name is on a list to he was the mastermind yeah. of the plot? Like, well, because he was the fifth <sighs> name on the list, Tepper. Everyone knows the fifth name is the mastermind. And like, who like, cares? That's the other thing. Ben Who Gates gives cares. A shit? <laughs> and he literally tells his dad, all that matters is that you know the truth. Now we must prove it to everyone. <laughs> like, everyone's ancestors did something bad. We all have yeah. something bad in our family tree. If it's if they're popular enough, you can change your name. You don't have to associate <laughs> with that. Like, you didn't do the crimes. Well, well and also, like... Uh, like I said, there's no, there's zero proof of anything that was, like, it was all allegations. Like, 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 someone goes, like, your dad was part of the plot to kill Lincoln. No, he wasn't. Like, where, where's your fucking proof that he was? <laughs> he was always names on this piece of paper. Cool, man. What, what, what do the names mean? It could be, like, I don't know, a list of friends. People we want to go visit. On this piece like, of paper I, I've been holding on to for 140 years. Yeah, like... Oh my god, just, there, yeah, there's so much shit in this movie that just takes me out of it. The pacing also sucked, too. Yeah, it was kind of confused. It was just, it was a bad, amazing race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, 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 it really was. Like, they, they went to a country, a location to do a task, and then we don't see any other things in the location. It's just an amazing race. You just go to point A, point B, point C, and you don't look at anything else. Hey, we, we interacted with some nice police officers in France. <laughs> oh, stereotypes fucking everywhere. Those police officers should just should have been dicks. Just, like, <laughs> consistently throughout. <laughs> yeah, and, and oh, man, it's just like, this movie was just, like, frustrating. Like, like okay, like, here's another example. We're going to get Gates to solve the mystery for us. Yes. But I'm going to chase after him in a car and shoot at him. Yes. Yeah. What if a bullet kills him? Then then I'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> Fastest like, way to win an argument. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it just makes... Yeah, like, there's so many issues. Because, be, well, I, I think I know the reason why. There were five writers. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Two of them are married, and I, I'm sure one set of them wrote a car chase, and another set tried to write them out, and then the fifth guy had tried had to try to reconcile it. Yeah, you know what? That would actually explain a lot of problems they with this movie. They should have put the writers through the secret temple of marriage counseling. <laughs> There is not a single healthy relationship depicted in this entire fucking movie. Like, him and his wife hate each other. I do not know why they're together. His parents hate each other. I do not know why they're together. And Riley is obsessed with finding a stalker. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as long as you're also a stalker, I think that's perfectly fine. Just you just stalk, stalk your each own other. Kind. Yeah. <laughs> you're both into it all the time. Yeah. Mutual stalking. Yep. Isn't uh, that just love? It's uh, it was really <laughs> awkward. It was really awkward because. I was out in the bushes, and I was peering through the window trying to see her, and she thought it was Thursday, which was her stocking day, so she was out in the bushes on the other side of the house, and I was supposed to be in bed. Oh, man, we have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a healthy relationship. Yeah, healthier than these ones. Yeah. Yeah, c- consensual stocking. I mean, like, they just they just mistake adrenaline for anything else. Loving each <laughs> other? Loving yeah. <laughs> Both, both, and like he clearly gets that from his dad. And his yeah. Mom. Well, they just like they don't. All they do is fight, and then have like maudlin tender moments, and then yeah. do like boomer like take my wife, no, really take my wife stuff. And it's like, is this is this what a relationship is? You should have seen her when we were picking out a couch. <laughs> she was being a crazy person there. Like she was not. She was manic. She was off yeah. her meds or something. Like. Uh, she was not being a healthy. She was not leading that archaeological dig very, also <laughs> very, very nicely or kindly. Also, like I don't know, this might just be me. I really didn't find the whole like city of gold to really be that impressive. <laughs> like, 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 visu- <laughs> like, like visually, it looked less impressive than the fucking treasure room from the first movie. Hell, I'd even put the mummy treasure room ahead of it. The mummy treasure room is a pretty good treasure room. It is. It, is. Yeah. it was more of a cha- an antechamber of gold than a city of gold, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it didn't have any of the city infrastructure. There was no, like, <laughs> ca- town hall and residential town, area and shopping district. It had a sewage system. <laughs> oh, that's fair enough. They should have Post- called it the antechamber of gold. <laughs> the postal system of gold. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Antichamber of Gold. <laughs> Antichamber of Gold. <laughs> oh man! So apparently, there's a frequently asked question section on AMDB. Oh no! Just why would discovering the treasure clear the Gates family name? You know what? You're right. Uh, and the answer is Ben believes that it will. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> why didn't Mitch just team up with Ben? Mitch wanted to be acclaimed for finding uh, Sebulba, uh, but uh, he he knew that tricking Ben into finding it for him would be much easier, especially if there uh, were any brushes with the law. What? Bad answer. I don't yeah. know who's answering these questions. IMDB. Yeah. <laughs> the, the website itself. Is, yeah. Oh, hey, from that thing we learned last time, what are the fetishes everyone's excited about on this movie? Is it gonna be like boobs, big boobs, girl, oh, wet girl? The, oh, the plot. Uh, yeah, the plot key. The, the plot, plot keywords. keywords. Yeah. Feet, foot, <laughs> sexy foot, barefoot, wet, very <laughs> wet, wet. ocean of wetness. Okay, so t- the top ones: cleavage, divorce, Abraham Lincoln character, John Wilkes Booth <laughs> character, Mary Todd Lincoln character. <laughs> Listen, I can't get off unless I'm dressed as Abraham Lincoln and you're Unless there's someone dressed as Abraham Lincoln with boobs divorcing me. Blonde, year 1865, car. 
the White House cell phone. Also, the only... So, because you can say if you found these relevant to the movie, the only ones that anyone said were relevant were cleavage and divorce. <laughs> of course. <laughs> cell phone. Cell phone photography. Buckingham Palace. Oh, so a pointless scene, but kind of cute for the time period. I I did kind of like the getting the speeding ticket to get the photo of the thing. It's unnecessary, yeah, that was, that was but neat. it was cute. Cleavage divorce. Cleavage divorce. If you think about it, the cleavage is kind of where the breasts get a divorce from each other. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hot take there. I I would like to make a super cut of every of the hacking and like phone stealing that has been done in every movie we've watched. Uh, yeah. It's just very like. Oh yeah, I agree with. I think it was Tepper. Just like I want to see him set up like twenty more little devices. Uh, yeah, that that was Chris actually, I believe. Oh, oh. when he goes into the bathroom, yeah, he's just yeah. like setting yeah. up like, oh, right, here's my iPad, here's my laptop. Now get out my PSP and, and <laughs> time, to, switch, time and to watch put, National Treasure one on my PSP. Put in the new Bell uh, HomePod Wi-Fi extenders, and uh, now I gotta. All right, okay, now I'm gonna set up the VR kit. Boy, he got a license for that car chase. <laughs> yeah, there was no Apparently police. they did. There was no police ch- involved in that. No. Was... That's because they had a license They for drove that. through a crowd and not a single police car came to intervene at any point. Yeah, that's, he's right. They, they had a license. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want both of the, the French cop and the British cop scene to be done again with American cops and they just shoot them dead. <laughs> <laughs> Stop resisting. You know, actually, like, I was thinking about this because one of one of the scenes I actually did enjoy in this movie was the, like, opening that took place after the Civil War. Uh, I would have, if this movie had been a prequel set during the Civil War where they're looking Ooh. for, like, I don't know, like a cache of gold or whatever that's been hidden. Oh, and the Confederates man. want it and the Union wants it. That would have been and so it, much better. Do it as the ancestor. God damn it. Yeah, yeah, and then that would create relevance for why the gold needs to be found. Right, like, because you have to hide it so we can find it in the first movie. That would be, yeah, that, like, like there's multiple ways to, like, tie it in, because with the logic of the movie, with the opening as it was, was, like, the war's over. Like, the Confederacy is defeated. Yes. So yes. why yes, would finding kind of a cache strange. of gold do fuck all? Because then you get paid. <laughs> well, and then when he goes, like, the war is far from, it's like, Dude, you guys surrendered. Like the war is long over. They only surrendered because they didn't have that cash. I'm going to tell my descendants to keep this flag forever and care about it for some reason. (laughs) A flag of losers and traitors. In the same way, this movie does a lot of like it wants you to care about Abraham Lincoln just because he's Abraham Lincoln, and it's like just uh, okay. But that's just because you were fighting an evil guy doesn't mean that you're a good guy. You know, like. You know, like, like he's also one of the, the most horrible, despotic, like, pre- like he gets a lot of play f- because people don't know how racist he actually was. <laughs> but, he, well, like, he suspended habeas corpus. He arrested journalists. Like, he yeah. continued the war way longer than anybody. Would. He has still to this day, he has the worst approval rating of any president in history. Yeah, well, I mean, like, you're fighting a civil war, so, like, half the country disapproves of you. Yep, at least, uh, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, more so, 
this is where, because we were talking about this in regards to the first movie, I believe in the intro, we were talking about how it's like very American, I believe was kind of the word used. And like this movie especially jerks off America so fucking hard. And, and, and like American movies just in general have this weird veneration of certain things where like it's not just symbols of our country, but like sacredness to it. Uh, like Lincoln in this movie is sacred. Like he's he's not yeah. a person; he is a symbol. He's like a shorthand for the people who only know that he freed the slaves, right? Uh, it, it it doesn't grapple with any complexities in the same way. Like whenever any character is meeting the president, it's like this like sacred thing. It's like or or uh, some of the smartest people ever born in this country have like sat here and it's like uh, some of the stupidest fucking people have also sat there too man like uh, but real question would would abraham lincoln have freed the slaves if he had found the first nation's gold <laughs> he would have used it to send all the slaves back to africa uh but like i like really like this this movie is actually like a great a example of uh, like Americanism, like like it's difficult for me to kind of like describe it, but um, yeah, basically like America jerking itself off. Yeah, I want I want <laughs> I want National Treasure three to be about them finding like all the gold the Nazis stole. St- <laughs> 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 there was a train headed to Hungary. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's like more Americans putting their nose in business and stuff. Uh, it's just like, look at all these gold teeth that they removed from Jewish mouths. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and that's how the treasure ended up inside the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why do you think it's called the Golden Gate Bridge? <laughs> oh, I have to steal the Holocaust Museum. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> there was a secret message on the shoes. <laughs> we need to go through all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, oh no, no, I'm not going to go there. That's, there's a, that's, there's a secret cipher in Anne Frank's diary. No, no, we're going to get canceled if we keep going. There's like, there's like jokes in my head. I'm like, no, no, I can't say that. That's too spicy. <laughs> Oh, I'm dying. That's too much. <laughs> oh, this is bad. I do, I do kind of want to see a third movie for this series. Like, like it's not a bad series of movies. Like, I enjoyed the first one. This one sucked, but like, I don't know. Like, like, like there's no real other movie movie series like this, unfortunately. Cause there, cause there is, there is like a fun to, there, there's a fun to a movie going like, yo, what if like all these conspiracies were real though? Um, I don't know if a third one is ever going to happen because not like, at since this, this point, one came out like every couple of years, they're like, no, really, really, we're going to do it. Yeah. I, I think if it hasn't happened at this point, it's not happening. Like you said, like kind of the time has come and passed. Um, like so, I, I just think like the whole idea and concept of it is fun. Three, three headlo- three headlines on IMDb related news: 
Disney theme parks are the reason we never got National Treasure 3. Here's why National Treasure 3 never happened. National Treasure TV series set for Disney+. Plus. No idea if any of that's true. <laughs> also, those are in reverse order of... Apparently, this, this TV series was announced back in May. And then in September, it's just like, here's why the third movie never happened. What was on the... Um, what was in the book on the page that the president wanted? Page 47, uh, the third movie. A sequel hook, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, nothing, okay. Yeah, yeah, literally just a sequel hook. That's why the president at the end is like, yo, you take a look, you gonna, like, help me with that? That book is weird that it's entrusted to the president as an individual, like, nobody else is involved. I'm just imagining Nixon with that book. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, it's just page 47 is just like two aliens and Nixon smoking a doobie on the moon. <laughs> it's a uh, picture. But but like that book's like another example of like the weird veneration of like American presidents. He has a little speech where he's like, well, basically, I believe the president Santa Claus and that's why I'm here to help you. He's like, you, you embody the spirit of a nation or some. He says some baloney. Yeah. Well, well, and, and, and also like like there there's so many. I don't know. Like, I feel like if I was a dude who managed to find, like, a long-lost thought, you know, never-even-existing, like, cache of gold, like the Templar's treasure, and, uh, you know, like, say I was on the trail for another treasure, I feel like I could go to the British government and go, like, hey, do you mind if I take a look at the Queen's desk? I'm kind of, like, on the trail of something. And they would probably go, like, yeah, sure, man. Like you kind of found yeah, how how does that get me horny though? <laughs> it doesn't if they know I'm there if if I'm not breaking into a I can't get hard if I'm not breaking not... into Buckingham Palace. <laughs> yeah, like because that's the thing. Like the first one, he's just like, no, somebody's going to try to steal the Declaration, and no one listens to him, and it's like, well, yeah, there's only one option. I got to counter steal it. Yeah, and that's where, like, almost, like, the first one works because he is, like, the absolute underdog. Like, nobody believes him, he's a crackpot, and, like, you know, there's somebody else going after the treasure as well, which yeah, spurs and, him on to And the villain's things. competent. Yes, yes, and, like, the villain is competent. Like, I can imagine the villain getting to the, you know, where the main character got to, you know, it might take, like, a little longer, but he could make it, because he's not an idiot. <laughs> Whereas, like, this villain in, in this movie was like, oh, no, if it wasn't for the main character, he wouldn't have even gotten fucking close to that treasure. You know what um, other franchise has this energy and should cross over with this is Now You See Me. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I was feeling that. It's just like huge set pieces and don't think too hard. Like, we're going to disappear the Washington Monument and, and shit <laughs> like that. <laughs> Those are fun movies. Yeah. Those are. I haven't seen I, the second one, but I've heard. Like, I watched the first one. I still have no idea what if magic is real or not. <laughs> so fucking lost. Yeah, yeah. Magicians are real. That much is made evidence in the first movie. Yes, and uh, Morgan Freeman will lead you down a mysterious staircase. <laughs> it's just very fun watching someone get handcuffed and then just constantly breaking out. Just, they just keep doing it to everybody's frustration. 
Yes, the nonstop shenanigans are very good in that movie. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where, like, yeah, like, that movie, because I've only seen the first one, was just, like, very, very fun. Yeah, oh, the second one also. It's stupider, but not in a, not to its detriment. Yeah, the only thing I've seen from the second one is uh, when they're, like, passing the card to each other in the... Yeah, that scene. Yeah. Yeah. So much. Were they in Macau or something? I can't remember where they are. I think they're in Macau. Uh, it sounds about right. Not in North America. Correct. <laughs> they're, in the, they're in the oldest magic city in the world. Uh, but, but you know, like, like you're right. Like, it does have a very, very similar energy to National Treasure. Uh, it, it's just a shame, because I feel like, like I can imagine 20 different movies where this is, like, like different scripts where this is good. Uh, but, like, this, like, like, there is potential here. Well, I mean, they, they just they tried. They had five writers. You'd think they would have landed on one of those twenty scripts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're right. More writers, more chance you'll hit the right script. Yeah, true. Did Diane every every Kruger, movie in the first one is she is is she German or is she supposed to be American? Because it seemed like she was trying to hide her accent unsuccessfully in this movie. I've uh, also felt that. Uh, Abigail, the wife. Oh. Yeah. I, I can't remember. Yeah. Very obviously is German, and it's never mentioned. I, I thought it was like a French accent, but yeah. No, I definitely saw it just peek out a few times. And it's just like, that's not why, though. Where'd that come from? It it reminded me of in a lot of uh, a certain era of Arnold movies. It would be like, my name is William Basker, <laughs> and I am an American police officer. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, his, his wife was like kind of didn't really do a whole lot in this movie. Hey, kinda she boring. had an ass and or and cleavage. She d- kissed a guy, a man in front of. That's that's actually that's how Karen Cage get off. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no. Well, it's more than just a cuck fetish. You have to socially engineer the cucking. Yeah. And you have to be stealing some kind of presidential yeah. uh, fortune <laughs> or something. While you're doing but but it it's too. like kind of like a double cucking because she's leading the guy she's kissing on. Yes. Yes. Yep. It's so very it, specific. Like, yeah, like it's cucking on two different levels plus also <laughs> the threat of being just, oh my the God. The counter cuck. <laughs> you thought you were cucking me, turns out. I was stealing the president's secret journal from you. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Also, my wife's coming home with me tonight, not you. Yeah, we got an awesome fight to have. Where we where we condescend to each other. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. We did the things. We said the We're words. like forty minutes in this time at the at the <laughs> I got nothing else to say. Oh, right. this is good. I didn't I didn't say it this time. I said it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank um, you. I don't know. This isn't specific to this movie more so in most movies that whenever a, whenever the american president is depicted it's always like generic competent business ish guy professional yeah which yeah. i just i find that interesting cuz like they don't ever specify a specific president most of the time it's yeah, some, like generic this could be the president this is an amalgamation of the vague things we see in a president um yeah but i was watching this i was thinking could you fucking imagine this while trump was president like like if they represented that at all 
I mean, I feel like he would. My the image I have in my mind of Trump is he would be so down. Like he'd be like, yes, 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 we have to go. Say, I'm coming with you. Yeah, yeah, but you got to give me like half the gold. We're finding we found a city of gold. It's the biggest city of gold. <laughs> I tell you, the biggest city in all of North America. <laughs> so much gold. Because it's very interesting. Because I was reading a book full of short stories, and one of the stories, there was a national thing going on. And it was very obvious the president at the time was supposed to be Trump. It was never said the president yeah. was Trump, but there were, like, oh, this disaster was happening. And she checked her phone, and the president tweeted, we're going to get him. And there's misspelling and all that. Like, this is clearly an, a Trump analog without saying that it's Trump. And I was just, that's interesting because, again, it's typically the president is just depicted as generic competency with no specific party associated uh, but yeah, it would be very interesting to see an incompetent president depicted I, I, when it's not a comedy. I mean, uh, uh, Nixon usually is go-to for that. True. Uh, Black Dynamite. Yeah, it's also like, if you're if you're setting your movie in a specific year, you usually, if you're referencing the president, you're probably referencing the correct one. But when you're like, it is modern-ish day, it's just like, the president is who we say they are. <laughs> Yes, it's a president. The president, president. Yeah, because cause, like I've seen it in uh, in like certain games, especially when like like when Hillary was running, where there's basically like uh, now you know for the American president, and it's like a woman, like very obviously modeled what? on Hillary Clinton. A and woman. You're, and you're like, oh, this is not aged well. <laughs> oof, big oof. And I think that's, like, what a lot of those stories should try to avoid. Have you... You've seen... So you, you said, so I assume you've seen Black Dynamite, Tepper? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. That, one of my favorite comedies. One, one of my favorite as well. Um, the entire plot of this movie reminded me of the them figuring it out at the end scene. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene so much. And what do they do? They melt in your mouth. <laughs> um, it was just like that energy or like, you know, the last five minutes of House where he sees a blueberry and he's like, oh, blue blueberry men's disease. Yeah, yeah. I not they... think of it. Uh, uh, man, after we're done this podcast, I'm going to go watch that Black Dynamite scene again. Just go, Little Richard. Ooh, Little Richard. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the name? Another name for Richard. <laughs> just oh. yeah i think i referred to it as the the holistic history adventurer yes yes very just, very good just like it's like I, I don't know where i'm going but i know i'll find the clue there yeah well and that's where like i was saying in our chat like i want to see a version of this movie where there are no clues like it's all just him reading into shit and he's actually just crazy, and everybody's trying to be like, no, there's no clues there, there's no hidden treasure, but he just won't believe them. I want to cut to and... the, I want a, a cut of this movie where in between almost everything he says, it's that shot of him uh, snorting meth or whatever from uh, <laughs> uh, um, Bad Lieutenant Port of Call. <laughs> <laughs> and then he wakes up on the dock. Yeah, it's just the same. <laughs> You found the lost city of gold. Wakes up at the dock. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh... <laughs> Our cage verse is coming along very nicely.
Yeah, I mean, the fact that we can now just cut to any from any movie to him waking up on the dock really helps fit in the weird ones. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or just strange dreams that he had. Like, knowing that one was going to be a hard one to fit in. <laughs> we have to kidnap the Tepper's Tops. Yeah. <laughs> he got it. I've hidden clues in the end scenes of several childhood movies. <laughs> and they're all playing in your childhood house in one of your rooms. You must wander between the rooms and find yeah. the clues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this movie. Number one, baby. No. <laughs> With the threat of a bullet into, a, into your mother. Honestly, nothing's come even close to dethroning the number one. You just wait till episode 69, baby. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> now I'm worried. Um, Is this movie better than Clockstoppers? Hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's low, good, but it's not that, that low. That's a good jump off point to compare it to. Yeah, because, like, overall, this movie was not bad enough that it wasn't worth watching. It was just poorly executed. And poorly written. Um, I guess for now, put it in the number 46 spot? 46 out of 68? Not too bad. What's the lowest-ranked Cage film we have? Um, oh, Sorcerer's Apprentice at 67 out of 69 now. Oh, right, yeah, nothing will be worse than that. Alright, yeah, so between The Swan Princess and a Goofy movie, that's reasonable. You liked knowing better than this movie? I, I was thinking that, too. <laughs> Kind of, sort of, at least, like, I don't know, maybe, like, par- partially it might be, like, there's always, you know, recency bias, like, sure, more time sure. passes and everything else like that, like, you know, I just watched this movie, so its badness is fresh I, in my mind. I remember more things and scenes from knowing, and we just watched this movie <laughs> half an hour ago. Yeah, like, the thing I would give knowing is, I guess, like, it's crazy enough that I would watch it over like this movie okay like like definitely you know as always all things subject to change um but for now yeah i think it's worse than knowing but i'll see how i feel in like a week from now so villain ed harris sucked absolutely horrible Uh, i wish we could make that smarmy kid the villain (laughs) (laughs) he's the hero if anything (laughs) he just failed to uh convince uh nick cage that he was wrong about his grandfather um i think number 63 63 below the petitriarchy and above misplaced nazis (laughs) yeah like my memories of some of the villains at the bottom of the list are a little yeah that's pretty fair faded because they're unmemorable uh, but, like, yeah, this guy just sucked. Like, I mean, you know, like, I went over in the podcast, but he just, he had no coherent plan. He wanted to be remembered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we could add Cage's dad. I don't think we need to do that. Nah, nah, nah. Um, so for Never in the Glory, right now I have History Kid. I think I'm very in line with this decision. That, yeah. That, that kid's yeah. going to sweep this bracket, I'm telling you. <laughs> He's just a little... 
He's just little Nick Cage. In this, I thought he had like Ben Shapiro energy. Is what I got from that kid. (laughs) Hey, don't be mean to the kid. All right, and now we vanish into the arbitrary ratings. Shit. Shit balls fuck. I always forget. That's a good that's a good rating. When 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 the movie's like that's the thing, even when I hate it, I should be like, okay, pay attention, there will be a number that you need to remember, you stupid bastard. Um I rate this movie one uh bullet in Abraham Lincoln's brain. Fuck, you took mine. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was gonna go with. Well, you have Shauna's answer to brainstorm. Uh, I give this movie a book hidden in the Library of Congress in position XYZ18557. Also, remember this number 74138. But also remember this number 2347. And, and whatever you do, do not use the numbers 4899. That's relevant. Don't ever use that number. And I hope you remembered all that without writing it down. (laughs) I rate this movie two desks out of one ship. (laughs) (laughs) All the better to write fanfiction on. (laughs) (laughs) I give this movie page 47 out of a third movie. As always, I've been your host, Ivan. I'm Chris. I'm Shauna. And I'm Tepper. And a special thanks to 8 Jazz for the use of our theme song. Find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description. Downloadable Zebras is a dedicated group of friends that make independent content. If you want to support us and ensure that we stay ad-free, go to patreon.com slash downloadablezebras. For $3 a month, you'll get bonus shows and access to the special patrons-only section of our Discord. Thanks for listening.